Blog Talk Radio. The following is a NEC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. about it here on this July 12th, 2016, moving and grooving through the summertime. All excited about our guest today. He is going to talk about virtual reality, a ongoing theme on this show. We actually kicked off uh, the show talking about virtual reality, and today we'll have Derek Belch, who is the CEO of Striver Labs, and that is noteworthy for us because with our football background, of course, we're very privy to the NFL teams using this technology. Uh, We got a little glimpse. They didn't really delve too much into it. In in the Amazon series, All or Nothing, we saw it briefly with Carlson Palmer, but he swears by it. So we'll really find out more about the training techniques, Who's using this? I mean, teams are using it, but who specifically? Is it just quarterback and linebacker orientated? Or are other uh, positions using this technology? And, of course, they're working with about 12 NCAA teams, other sports. So we don't want to keep it just football. We'll have Derek talk about the different sports that they are working with, uh, the latest trends, and what's next. And uh, to do that with me today, we'll have my co-host, Dave Schumann, of course, Rick Saratella here. And, uh, you know, while we're waiting for uh, Dave to hop on board, I know he's setting up the Twitter account, the Periscope. We're live streaming on Facebook in addition to Blog Talk Radio, and you can now find us on iTunes. But uh, let's introduce our guest because he's so kind to join us today here uh, in, in the early morning over there on the West Coast time, 9 a.m., it's noon Eastern time here on the East Coast. But uh, Derek Belch, the CEO of uh, Striver Labs, joins the show right now. We welcome him into the Defiance Fuel Hotline. How are we doing today, Derek? Hey, Rick, thanks. Uh, 9 a.m. is nothing on, on the West Coast when you have a nine-month-old and a startup. So <laughs> don't don't worry about it. <laughs> No doubt about it. Well, you know, let's get into it here because I've often praised Striver for being in the forefront because, you know, there's there's quite a bit of competition in the virtual reality space. If you, you know, research it out there, there are some very notable names and, and people very reputable now diving into the virtual reality uh, training type of methods. But, you know, I saw one company out at the Combine, and every day I'd pop over, and NFL teams were showing interest, talking about it, but really still a little bit hesitant to commit to this type of training technology. And, and I was curious to know, first, uh, two-part question here, you know, what separates Driver? Why do you think that your brand and your company has been able to get NFL teams and, of course, NCAA teams and other sports affiliations to commit? And then also, has there been extended interest uh, with the NFL? I know six teams used it this past season, I believe. Have you seen any uh, more interest from teams that want to use this virtual reality technology? And welcome to the show. 
Yeah, thanks. I, I think those are both very good questions. Um, the, the first one, you know, what, what differentiates Striver? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, we literally created this industry. Um, you know, we certainly weren't the first to use virtual reality uh, as a training form kind of with, with video game graphics that, that aren't very good. That's been out for a while. But, you know, I think the consensus of everybody that we've met with said, and, you know, that stuff just isn't, isn't ready for prime time. And then, you know, everybody that I've met with and kind of answering this question, uh, you know, what, why is the real video more effective than the video game stuff? Uh, it really comes down to the science behind VR and how your brain interprets uh, human movement on the field. Um, and when somebody's not moving like a real human, which the video games don't right now, uh, your, your brain completely tunes out. So we, we were really the first ones to do it with real video. So it, it looks real, it sounds real, it feels real. Um, you know, by and large, it is real, minus the, the, the getting hit part in a lot of instances. So or the actual throwing of the ball. So I think that the first and foremost, the differentiator with us is, is you know, we're, we're sports experts. We played and coached, and, and we're, we're VR experts because we've got a lot of guys on board, that, that men and women, that have been building this stuff for years, and now they're applying it to, to sports. So the, the expertise is certainly unquestioned. That's number one. Um, to answer your second question, um, you know, what, what, what is, who is Striver working with? Uh, we've added a couple more teams uh, in the NFL this year that, that are under wraps right now that I'm not allowed to talk about until, you know, maybe training camp. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, we're, we're still in the early adopter phase. Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say Strivers tripled and we're working with 20 NFL teams today because we're not. Um, the, the, the reality is, is that, kind of like you alluded to, there's still – folks that are wondering if this stuff is legitimate. Is this a fad? Is this something that we should wait on? Is this something we, we should ever do? Um, and a lot of it is just based on coaches changing their current way of teaching and practicing, and, and some of them aren't ready for it, and others, you know, well, the time and money investment relative to how much we think it's going to work. And, and that's fine. We're only in year two. Um, last year we had some awesome use cases, some awesome results with some individual players, uh, and we think it's going to happen. And, and teams, and we think it's going to happen again. And, and next year, you know, I hope hopefully uh, we're able to sway the doubters. Yeah, we're talking to Derek Belch here from Striver CEO. We now welcome in my co-host uh, Dave Schumann is on the line as well, and I know he's got some questions for you as well, Derek. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on, first of all. Um, I, I've been following some of the stuff that you guys are doing, and, and I, I think it's, you know, we talked about it on the Sports Tech Guys all the time, uh, that virtual reality uh, is going to change the game, and, and how it's going to change the game remains to be seen, but um, you, you can't deny that, that, that 100% that's what's, what's, what's going on here. What, what, what do you see some of the uh, uh, applications for what you guys are going to continue to do um, be uh, beyond training, and, and where do you see it extending? Uh, you know, great, great questions. And, and I think first and foremost, um, I, we have to acknowledge the fact that, yeah, this does have the potential to change the game. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that feel that way, Dave, and a lot of energy and momentum behind this space and people that have seen our stuff like, oh, my God, wow, this is the future. But but he, here's the reality. The, the reality is, is if it's not done correctly, it, it won't change the game, and it's almost useless. And and 
you know, Rick, to go back to your point your, uh, of what's Shriver doing different, you know, in our opinion, we're doing it right. Uh, and if it's done right, it's, it's very, very effective. If it's not done right, you lose people really quick and they never come back. Um, so so that, 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 that aside, you know, what are we doing? You know, first of all, we're going to continue to get this thing used across the board, right? Right now it's a quarterback tool, it's a linebacker tool, a little bit of safety and corner stuff. Uh, we've done a visualization deal for kickers that's, that's really cool. But but we want it to be really be used across the board, and and that's that's more of a, a of a buy-in thing from players and coaches, and more than it is a technology play. Um, you know, on the tech side, we're doing some really cool stuff for fans. Uh, we've done a couple activations with, with major brands, showing them what it's like on an NFL field, showing them what it's like in a huddle sponsored by Visa, right, with their charter team. Uh, we're talking to the NFL, the league itself, about doing various league-wide initiatives. So. That, that that's very real, um, and when you get really quality training content, you're able to do those things as well. Um, and we're talking to some of the colleges as well about that stuff. So, you know, I, I think training first and foremost, uh, Dave, and then after that, what can we do to show fans what it's really like on the field? What would be a bad application of VR? You brought up it could be done badly. What would be a bad application? Yeah, you know, right now, um, there's a lot of folks moving a camera around on the field trying to strap it to someone's helmet uh, to give them that view. And when you shake the camera and move the camera, it's really uncomfortable for people. <laughs> so uh, that, that's a no-no in our opinion. Um, and, and we know that when people see that type of stuff, and they say, oh, man, this isn't for me. Well, that, that just set them back about three years. Um, you know, there's... There's one coach in the NFL uh, that, that will not meet with us despite his Pro Bowl quarterbacks urging because he saw something seven years ago that made him uncomfortable. <laughs> so that, it, it, it's very real, you know, um, to, to have people turned off to, to, to an uncomfortable experience. And then beyond that, you know, you know with real video, Using the 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 the, 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 the three sixty format to film something that you otherwise could film with a, a two dimensional camera is, in our opinion, a waste of time. Um, you know, so we always tell people don't reproduce what you're already doing with two D cameras. Really think of the right use cases to, to to utilize that immersive. I feel like I'm there. Experience. That, that is definitely Drive the Belch here with Rick Saratella, Dave Schumann, Sports Tech Guys, live each weekday, noon Eastern time now. Uh, Derek, you know, I know that Mike Martz had a lot of praise for your company at the East-West Shrine game. I believe you guys were there. And then we can confirm on the website, at least, I know the Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers, Vikings, and Jets have all endorsed this. And we've primarily talked about how NFL teams and, and uh, you know, specific positions are using this for training. But I also see here the, uh, the Jets are now developing a virtual experience to bring fans closer to the game. So what is the goal here? Is this an uh, <clears throat> enhanced experience on game days? And, you know, are they the first NFL team or pro organization to uh, use your technology to – kind of enhance the fan experience. 
so n- not the first. Uh, last year we, we did a fairly large scale uh, on site on on site game day activation with uh, Visa and the New England Patriots, um, and then we did we we kind of were doing some little things with the Jets throughout the year. Did a little more at the end of the season. I, I can't obviously say the Jets' exact plans for, for this year. We got, they they want to keep that under wraps a little bit, but um, you know we're we're very much in, ingrained with them and building out content to show fans what it's like behind the scenes, um, you know, show fans what it's like on the field for a play or two during the week. Uh, you know, the, the, the game day stuff, obviously there's, there's some NFL rules there regarding distribution um, and, and licensing and all that. And we're working with, with the league to kind of have those conversations and see what we can and can't do. So that, 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 that's very real. Um, you know, we did something with the Arizona Cardinals for, at their draft party, uh, back in the spring, letting letting fans that that attended their draft party see the VR experience about what it's like to be, you know, on with the Cardinals during the week. So that that that's that stuff's happening, uh, and, and it's re- and it's if it's done correctly uh, and, and it's good quality stuff, it's it's really really cool. Um, you know, going forward, I think you're going to see more of that by more teams, not not just with us, um, with other with other companies, maybe internally as well. Um, but uh, it, it's neat stuff. You know, the, the thing that we're, that we're really making people realize that want to do this stuff is, you know, it's, it's not as simple as just throwing the camera out there, shooting it, and editing it. Um, there's access issues, so your content looks good. Um, there's, all right, how do we actually show this stuff to fans? Because nobody really owns VR headsets right now in, in their living room. The numbers are still very small worldwide. Uh, so there has to be a game plan and a formula for getting it out there and, you know, more so than just using VR to train athletes, we're, we're really kind of turning into a holistic solutions company, uh, end to end stuff. And, and, you know, Hey, Hey, what do you guys want to do? And now let's help you do it from a to, to, to C, right. ABC, as far as the, the whole step. So, um, we'll look for more of that this season. It'll, it'll be pretty neat. Um, I have this is Dave here. I got two, two things that come to mind that are, uh, you know, you mentioned head, the headgear or, or whatever it's going to be down the line. Um, it's not in uh, everybody's backyard yet uh, as, as being an issue, uh, you know, for, by, by, I have two part questions, so I guess I'll go with the first one. Uh, the first part is how, how do you envision the, the, the hardware being so we could utilize it as an athlete and simulate the way we want to simulate the game as much as possible from a learning experience. Um, otherwise, the va- value does diminish. Um, h- how do you, wh- where does the headgear have to go? Well, right, right now, the, head, the uh, head-mounted displays are good enough to do exactly that. It's more taking the time to build out the library that you want. Um, you, know, you, you can't put a VR camera on, on a football field during a play. Uh, so, so as far as getting quality game film to, to jump back in there and, and run, you know, feel like you're running around on the field, that's just not possible. Uh, there's, there's some technology out there that's pretty cool that we're monitoring very closely that, that will make it possible probably a few years away. Um, right now, everything we do is at practice and Dave, I, I can lay out a, a, a game plan that could be accomplished in one week, probably an hour a day, maybe even 30 minutes a day, um, of how to build out the perfect library to have all incoming freshmen for colleges, all incoming rookies or guys you sign off the street, the NFL, get them up to speed faster on the fundamentals of, of your system. Um, asking for 30 minutes a day from a, a coach that's been coaching 
a, a you know a different way for 30 years is is, is a tough ask. So that, that that's not a technology thing. That's an ideology thing. Um, and luckily, the teams that we're working with um, thus far have been tremendously forward thinking, uh, and and have been willing to kind of reallocate time to to build out this content. It, it, absolutely, and then actually, software wise, obviously the content. Um, the, the better the, the software and the app technology gets, and the more that improves. Um, you know, I mean, I I, I could see, you know, and we maybe maybe we're years down the line, and maybe we're not. Um, you know, being able to have the uh, that augmented reality type situation where you can have, uh, you can pull in your playbook as you come come walk into the line and see what your reads are from a, from an augmented reality situation, and then see actually what defense they're actually in, if you're a quarterback or, or whatever position you're playing, um, to see what they're actually showing and then be able to execute it on the fly and, and maybe eventually in, in, in gameplay. We, we, we try to think, you know, where wh- what is the possibility and, and what is the good uses of it? And, um, and th- those seem like simple good uses that that'll make uh, understand the playbook for, for players uh, a lot easier and, and being able to adapt on the fly. Um, everybody eventually will have their uh, tech team as part of their the, their football squad helping them, uh, not just their coaching staff. The teams are already going to uh, to that right now. A couple of teams we saw, Rick would, Rick would know better than me, but a couple of teams are already going to hiring people to handling that, that digital platform. Yeah, so I, I think those are certainly um... – Phenomenal use cases, really fun to think about. Uh, I, I sincerely hope the NFL uh, never, ever, ever allows that type of stuff during games because part of being a good football player or a good athlete, period, is memorizing, you know, knowing what you have to do and being able to match physical skills to, to mental skills. So I hope a running back never has, a, you know, has his route drawn on his visor of where he needs to go, but maybe it happens in 30 years uh, with, with technology changing. So you know, I don't want to remove the human element of, of, of sports. I think it's very important. But, uh, yeah, from a tech standpoint, you know, on the practice field, um, maybe one day in games, certainly possible. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a realist. I'll tell you because I see this stuff every day. Nowhere close to ready. Uh, but, but one day it might be. So, you know, as far as uh, on the field teaching augmentation, uh, certainly, certainly could be a really cool use case in football. Great stuff uh, from Derek Belch here joining us on Sports Tech Guys Live, uh, CEO of Striver Labs, and we're learning a great deal of knowledge about virtual reality technology. And if you don't mind, just another question or two uh, here on my end, Derek. Um, sure. You know, I'm trying to understand why, t- to me, this is like a no-brainer. It should be widespread. It should be rampant. And uh, as Dave and myself know, running a startup company is no easy task, and it never grows fast enough no matter how much or how little success you have. But I'm trying to understand. We talked about, you know, maybe some uh, some of the older coaches, I hate to label them that way, might be uh, uh, refusing to adapt to the technology. But how much of the problem is the, the actual cost of it? Because we discussed, you know, the equipment isn't really cost-effective yet for everybody. Is this something that you think is a current problem? Will the price drop down? I know uh, a virtual reality headset is probably in the hundreds of dollars. Then you, you have to buy the accompanying system. I mean, 
how how cost effective is it for the average high school kid to to go out in, in his backyard and be able to train and do something like this? And how far away are we from getting to that point? Uh, yeah, really, probably the the best question of the day so far. <laughs> that's that's what everyone wants to know, right? When is this going to be available for the masses? And and to your first one, why aren't more teams doing this? Um, and you know what? It's not about age which, with coaches. I mean, Arizona uh, probably is our, our, our heaviest user of anybody we work with. And, you know, Bruce Arians isn't a spring chicken. He's been around for a while. It's just his mindset and his willingness to do things differently. Uh, so it's definitely not about age. It's, it's With coaches, it's more about willingness to change um, and, and maybe the way they think about how they do things. So uh, we're going to continue to, to chip away at, at teams that aren't using this stuff. Um, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully in, in two years, three years, everyone's doing it. Uh, so I, I, for our sake, I hope, hope so, because we have, you know, have pole position on, on the market right now. Um, to the, the, maybe the more important question about cost, yeah, I mean, cost is an issue. You know, you, listen, we're, we're trying to run a company here, so we can't just give it away for free uh, or we can't put food on the table, you know. And as, as soon as you start going down the list of getting NFL and colleges, it, it, it dries up pretty quick. It's not an unlimited market. So uh, we, we, in our opinion, we've priced what we do very fairly and very appropriately relative to the service. Um, there are a lot of companies out there and individuals claiming that this is easy to do and, and it doesn't have to be as expensive as it is right now. Uh, that, that's not true. It, it is definitely easy to do for one or two plays that, are, that look like you're underwater uh, in the headset, it is not easy to do to have maximize the capabilities of the headset to make it look as good as it can look and as close to HD as possible and have a library that can sort through thousands of plays, which is what we're doing right now. So, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's not as expensive as people think, and it's also not as cheap as people think it should be because a lot of what we're doing, uh, we, we've built the tech. You know, we, the stuff works, and, and don't underestimate that. Having it work every time, that's worth something financially. So the team isn't calling you every day when something breaks with very finicky new hardware. So our stuff works. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's not at the point where it's ready for the masses. Um, it's not ready for, for high school kids that only have 500 bucks to spend. Um, we are currently working on a high school offering to, to try to bring it to, 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 to teams and to try to bring it to individuals and have it be a really robust teaching library. Uh, we're probably, you know, six to 12 months away. And, and as a business, we have to make a decision on, all right, how much do we invest in this, knowing what people will and won't spend, right, teams and players. So, um, yeah, I, you know, Rick, I think, I, I think your reaction is, is one that we get a lot. Hey, why isn't everybody doing this? Well, there, there's some reasons. And, you know, if we were not on a live radio show right now, I'd, I'd be even more candid with you <laughs> to talk about it. But, uh, you know, it, it's okay. It's fine. We're, we're still, you know, we're only a year and a half in, and, and there's a long way to go. So, uh, you know, I had, had a really interesting question because we had on last week, I actually had an interview with um, one of the Facebook uh, executives, the sales for them and, and uh, at a high level. And, and he had mentioned that they were starting to work with NFL teams um, on multiple platforms, but, uh, but but on VR, would a company like Facebook um, be a collaborator, competitor, uh, acquirer? I don't know. I mean, 
uh, as as to what you guys are doing since you know obviously they have a large presence and they have the the Oculus platform and the, and they're gonna do something with that and they're working to do something with that. Um, how, how do you view groups like a Facebook or a Google in this space? Uh, honestly, all all three and hopefully the latter <laughs> one day. Uh, <laughs> my wife would right. be very happy if that would happen. We, we'd have a lot of happy people here at Striver. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, we I'm not gonna dive into our relationship with Facebook. It's very good. Um, but you know, right now we we are in collaboration mode with them. Uh, you know, Facebook and, and Google and companies like that 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 are that are going into this pretty hard. Uh, they're not stupid. They're very smart. Uh, they're they're leveraging our expertise in sports and our uh, relationships in the building to make what they do better. So, um, you know, one day maybe we are competitors based on what we do and what they try to do. I don't know, but but right now, uh, you know, very much a, a collaborative type relationship. And you know, maybe one day they them or someone like them wants to bring us in house because they they like what we do. So that that kind of remains to be seen. And last question, Derek. Uh, we don't have too much time here, but uh, how? What are some of the other sports we've concentrated on football? But what's next for Striver in terms of other sports? Any other technologies? And then also we have a question from the chat room about you know whether or not the college coaches view the virtual reality technology as another way for players to get practice hours in away from the team because I know college coaches are restricted with with how many hours they can be with players during the week and stuff like that so uh is that a key selling point for you guys and what are some of the other sports in about two minutes or so if you can sure sure uh yeah uh, definitely a a key a key thing to note and it's not just college i mean they have rules in the nfl too they're only allowed to be on the field for so long right if they go one minute over uh they get fined by the players association so it's an argument at, at, at both sides, and the CBA has just been deadly to, to, to coaches and players. But, yeah, in college, with the 20-hour rule, um, that, that is certainly a, a major you know, selling point, a major benefit of what we're doing. Uh, I, I think what we do is, is no different than film. Uh, players watch film on their own anyway outside of the 20 hours in addition to the academic requirements they have. Uh, so what we're doing is no different than film. We don't, I don't think Mark Emmert has to worry about guys spending hours and hours in VR headsets because we saw it last year and that doesn't happen. You know, it's, it's minutes at a time. I get, I can get 35 reps in five minutes. That, 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 that's a big deal. So, um, and, and, and the NCAA likes what we do because it has a nice player safety element to it. So, you know, that, I, I don't think anyone needs to worry about dodging rules. I think this only makes, makes players preparation better. Uh, so that's number one. And then, you know, to quickly answer your second, your, your first question about what Striver doing, we're working with a major league baseball team. Uh, we're working with a couple NBA teams uh, for some very specific use cases. We're working with a hockey team kind of in, in a test format um, though, you know, baseball right now is, is an amazing use case for hitters. We're just waiting for the hardware to catch up. So the clarity is outstanding to, to, to what those guys are used to seeing. As soon as it, it's ready, we're, we're going to have something pretty cool for those guys. Uh, we're talking to, to sports like tennis. I mean, we're talking to everybody. Um, right now, really, really hard uh, for virtual reality when there's a lot of movement, um, you know, because I mentioned the nausea thing. And the way football's played with I'm in a static position, I read, react, I go, is perfect for VR today. Uh, that will change long-term as technology improves. But uh, right now we're kind of just dabbling in the other sports. 
till we find something really, really awesome uh, that, that works. And then the last thing I'll say is the big thing for Striver is these fan experience initiatives that, that we talked about. But for us, not just the let me see what it's like in the huddle. You know, we built a virtual hockey goalie simulator that was uh, on the concourse at Madison Square Garden all year for Rangers fans. We've built a virtual hitting simulator that will end up on a couple concourses, maybe, you know, as early as this year, definitely next year. We want those things in people's living rooms. Um, you know, we want them experiencing what it's like to hit a 96-mile-an-hour fastball in VR and have it be really a really legitimate experience. So, for us, that's a big push, um, and, and we're going to continue to, to try to get those things out there uh, to the masses. Very cool stuff, Derek. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time and joining us and, and hopping on board. Maybe uh, in a few months down the ro- road, maybe during the football season or something, you could check back in with us and, and provide us with another update. But great, great stuff. Really appreciate the time today. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, anytime. Let me know. Appreciate it. All Thank right. You. There you have it. Straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, Derek Belch, great interview. And Dave, tomorrow we'll, do, we'll have reaction because we have time. 10 seconds left, so we'll react to all this on uh, tomorrow's episode. Of course, weekdays, noon Eastern, every day. Uh, Can't stop, won't stop for Dave Schumann, Rick Saratella. We'll be back at it again tomorrow, everybody. See ya.